Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation and check out recent shows where we learned about scientific efforts to revive the woolly mammoth, the latest in military drone technology, and the mysterious Shroud of Turin. And you can listen to those programs and many more amazing Coast shows by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Catherine Austin Fitz with us in the studio. She has served as Managing Director, member of the Board of Directors of the Wall Street Investment Bank. Dylan Reed and Company has served as the Assistant Secretary of Housing and Federal Housing at HUD in the first Bush administration as well, and puts out, of course, the Solari Report, which just came with lips on George Washington's head. Catherine, (laughs) what's that all about? Well, the title says enforce the Constitution or you can kiss your money goodbye. (laughs) And that's just about what's happening these days. George has a big pink kiss right on his forehead. Well, the wrong George. I don't have a kiss on my forehead, (laughs) but that's the way it goes. Yeah, I had a story right before you came in that FICO credit scores are at an all-time high, 700 on the average for people. That's a good story, I guess, right? Well, it's a good story, but I think it, it says people are uh, have learned their lesson, number one, but they see where incomes are going and expenses are rising, and they're saying now's not a, a good time to have debt, particularly with interest rates going up, so they're paying off their debt. Some people are saying that the 2008 bubble still could burst again. Yes, I, I think it could, although the... Uh, the president of the Fed recently said that there's no chance for financial crises in our time. I don't know <laughs> which scared me the most, is if she was lying or not. <laughs> yeah, interest rates, as you just mentioned, Catherine, are inching back up by, right. you know, point two five a point every right. time they seem to get together these days. Right. But, you know, interest rates were down pretty low for a long time. So right. this bump is not unusual, is it? Right. And if you look at, you know, if you look at where they're inching to, it's still not a high rate. So so we could move up 100 to 200 basis points and the interest rates would still be relatively very low. The challenge, George, is that government has borrowed, sovereign governments all around the world have borrowed tremendous amounts of money and they've been getting a windfall subsidy with low interest rates. With interest rates inching up, it's going to hurt them. Meantime, the pension funds and insurance companies that have been hurt tremendously by these low interest rates are going to get a little bit of relief. You know, it's so amazing, too, Catherine. You and I have been doing these programs together for years on the telephone primarily. We are sitting five feet away from each other, and we still haven't looked at each other since you've been in here. I've been staring at you the whole time, George. <laughs> it's like we're still millions of miles away. But that's good. I should mention, by the way, Catherine is in Los Angeles for her luncheon series with us yeah. tomorrow, and I'll mention a little bit more about that at the end of the program. I'm excited. Oh, you've got lots of people coming. They are. Yeah. You've got people coming from Virginia, in other states, That's what Tom driving said. up yeah. for this. This is amazing. So yeah. we're going to give them a good time tomorrow, Catherine. But we'll, I'll tell folks, because there's still room for some more people right. from the L.A. Area come on out. Want to come out here. How do you think things are going right now economically? Yeah, I don't want to get into administrations or anything like that right now, but I, just how are things going for people? George, for 10 or 15 years, I kept saying the economy is going to slow burn, slow burn. The middle class is getting squeezed, but we're going to slow burn along. Now we're coming into a period of what I call controlled demolitions. That's what I talked about in the annual wrap-up. We're out of runway. And so what you're starting to see is pension funds announce trouble, write-downs, all sorts of squeezes. Illinois uh, is going to be the poster child 
for the next year of what's happening, both with with state and local pension funds and uh, and local government. But I think we're in for a period where we're going to have a real reengineering of institutions, and it's going to be very very painful for the American middle class. Well, that's not a good uh, good sign. Is no, it? no, it's not a good sign. It's it's a it's a tough period. And of course, the one of the ways the Fed has dealt with this for a long time is to keep essentially very quietly printing money by what they're doing with they're basically debasing the currency and that's been pushing up uh assets on you know so we're watching inflation in the balance sheet and you know because you're here in la and you see the property prices so i just got back i just got back from sydney and hong kong and it's all around the pacific rim the property prices are just bubbling and a lot of that is the central bank's policies of currency debasement but that's hurting Many, many middle class all around the world. Don't don't most people in foreign lands when they buy a house, don't they pay cash? And where do they get it? I I don't hear of more. <laughs> I don't hear of mortgages in other countries. Well, I think I think certainly in this area, you've had a lot of foreign cash coming in and buying properties. So that's how they're buying cash or investors. So we've we're seeing a migration from. A world where seventy percent of Americans are homeowners to seventy seventy percent are so so seventy percent of uh, Americans are are we're headed towards a world where they're going to be renters. I think uh, in Toronto in Canada they've got like a ten percent tax on foreign right. investors if right. they buy property, right? Right. So you're seeing you're seeing municipalities do things to really discourage foreign investment. I mean, you you go to some places, you can go to some areas of New Zealand where a significant amount of the housing stock is empty because it's owned by foreigners. Well, that's true. Catherine, what about war? If something happens, North Korea, does the economy flourish or plummet? Well, war is our number one risk. Um, You know, not just economic risk, but obviously physical risk. And I think war is a very serious concern. Because we're having to change our financial and economic models, and we've been working with the central banking warfare model for 500 years. Changing a model that big and deep is very difficult, and the place you see it is in the is in the federal budget. So the new administration came in, and a lot of what they've wanted to do has stalled around the budget because uh, there's great consterna- or there's great tension about how we're going to re-engineer the federal budget. So the president asked, instead of re-engineering the whole uh, military presence and how we're going to do the military, he just decided to increase the budget. And now we see Senator McCain saying, no, $57 billion increase is not enough. We need a, another $100 billion. And the danger, George, is that that $100 billion then authorizes you to engage in warfare around the world. Now, the economic pressures are to do that, but it's not in America's best interest. Catherine Austin Fitz with us. That is the voice you are listening to right now. And Catherine, you're also going to participate in our Coast Insiders chat tomorrow night. Yeah, right? we're chatting so online. I'm going to do a half and you're going to do the other half uh-huh. hour and that'll be fun. You're going to find the Coast Insiders extremely knowledgeable. Yes, they are. just about everything. Yes, they are. So I want to get into after the break, enforce the Constitution or kiss your money goodbye. I want uh-huh. you to explain what that all means. But since you've been doing Coast to Coast with us, and uh, you've been doing it for years, you've been through the evolution of the economy. You've seen it go up and right. down and up again. And right. What's happening with most Americans today? Are they okay no. financially? Uh, I, would, I would say most Americans are not okay. They're being squeezed. 
Um, and we're coming into a period when we have very heavy retirements and the pension fund arrangements we made for those retirements are not adequate. So, and that and that's creating a, a really significant problem both for the retirees as well as particularly state and local government and some corporations. But here's what's happened, George. Because the first show I ever did with you, I was in Montana, it was 2005, and I started talking about the financial coup d'etat and all the money mm-hmm. that was going missing from the federal government. Trillions. Right. And it's now, it's now over 10, it's 12 years later, and we literally have had over $40 trillion shifted out of the federal government by bailouts for literally 11.5 trillion going missing. In 2015, the DOD audit was missing $6.5 trillion. How could you miss that kind of money? With securities fraud, that's how you can miss that much. So it's absolutely feasible to <laughs> to see. You can't miss it. It has to be engineered out. So, um, so I've been talking for many, many years, including on Coast to Coast, about a financial coup d'etat. Now, we see a push now starting last year to try and get a constitutional convention on the theory that we need to change the Constitution and force a balanced budget amendment. And my issue, George, is if you balance the U.S. budget using our properties and resources, mm-hmm. but not the $40 trillion you just stole, guess what happens? What? Well, you know, You're we get to trick me. Right. You, well, we get to <laughs> plug the hole with your web, your personal wealth. So if I empty out the storeroom, if you and, plug the hole with my personal wealth, it'll leak like a sieve. <laughs> <laughs> so so what I've said to everyone is, look, we don't need to change the Constitution. We need to enforce it. And by f- enforcing it, I mean, we need to figure out where that 40 trillion went and get it back. They stole it. They stole it. But. Here's the reality. If you look at the law related to the management of the federal budget, both the Constitution and the financial management laws, there are ways to get the equivalent of that money in the form of assets or common law right of offset back. So if we're going to balance the budget, let's put that $40 trillion and those assets back on the, on the budget before we try and budget, balance the budget. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.